0: More, and more stuff about Biden's flubs on the campaign trail. More discussions, either defending them or uh, pointing them out. So um, that's definitely caught on as a conversation. He was a gaff machine in his prime. That's that's his point. That's the point of like his campaign manager and everybody. Look, yeah, he's he's mangling his words and his phrases at the Iowa State Fair. He's he's done that his whole life. That's the defense, you say? <laughs>
2: well, you know, I don't.
0: It doesn't bother me if you can catch. it. Hey, you just said car there. Did you mean person? Oh yeah, yeah, I meant person. Well, right. I'm okay with that. It, it gets a little cumbersome to follow your conversation sometimes. My hey. opponent doesn't know the difference between a
3: car and a person. There's my ad. <laughs> wow, that's some devastating stuff. Well, yeah, I, and I get that. He could still be a wise, kind, and benevolent. President, even though he just his brain and his mouth aren't hooked up that effectively. Um, on the other hand, you know, it, it got him booted out of a couple of races. There, it was more complicated than that, obviously. But and now the narrative being, well, he's as old as the Constitution itself. Um, you know, coupled with the senior moments, um, and yet his huge lead endures. Mm. So what do I know? Speaking of Washington D.C., Jack, or my uh, uh, my little one. Little D, Delaney, is um, going to school and doing her internship. There's a picture for you. There she is in D.C. Her Uncle Andy, my brother, who she is absolutely crazy about, is in town in D.C. on Navy business. So the two of them got together for That's a little fantastic. coffee and breakfast. And Ah, that, that, that gives my heart joy. Sure. That's fabulous.
0: Family ties. It's like That's I'm taking nice. my kids to see Grandma and Grandpa this weekend. There's something about the, the getting together with extended family that is... Yeah. And I, I always say this, those of you who live around your extended family and get to see them all the time, oh, my God. And, you know, you'd be saying to me, well, I structured my life that
3: way on purpose, you jackass. Why so aggressive? What are you, Chris Cuomo in a bar? Well, it's I not mean... just luck. or <laughs> Right, yeah, in some, some cases. Um... Everything costs something. Yeah. Those who go out into the world to seek their fortune, it costs them sometimes being near family and old friends and the rest of it. And those who stay in their hometown their whole lives, you know, that costs them something too, in some cases.
0: Depends. Yeah. Not sure. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, that's a different topic. Um so, we had sworn off late night joke offs for a while because uh, mainly because they're never the tiniest bit funny.
3: Right. And there after no, a certain number of them, that had become infinitely clear. Yeah, so, there was there, no point in re approving. The no,
0: there was no humor
3: involved. Right. In the jokes. Oh, I don't, right.
0: It's like no medicine involved, no healing involved in going to the doctor. Right.
3: You after a, a f- while, you think, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think I've made my point. Go to a restaurant, there's no food. Right. It's the same sort of thing. Yes, uh, but this one they took on the Epstein death and I'm curious as to how you go about making even attempting to make jokes out of that Well, and as
3: usual, I will rank each of the jokes and the uh, bottom grade getter will be banned from comedy for life
0: Pedophile and fake billionaire Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his jail cell after he apparently committed suicide on Saturday morning Which if you ask me is some bull right? No, because I wanted Jeffrey Epstein to stay alive for two reasons one
3: so that his victims could get their day in court and two,
0: I want him to snitch on all his high-profile
2: pedophile friends. Now he's dead! He's gone. You know who we need? We need that, that red lady from Game of Thrones
1: to wake his up. That's what we need. Come on, Jeffrey. Oh, you guys, it was a beautiful weekend here in New York City, wasn't it? Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, it was so nice the prison guards watching Jeffrey, Epstein, and Cell left for hours to have a picnic. Oh. Yeah. Attorney General William
2: Barr has announced that a special inquiry would be open into this weekend's death of accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. The inquiry will determine whether Epstein's death was a suicide, and if so, who suicided him?
3: <laughs> hmm. Hmm, tough grading here. Trevor Noah was, additionally, was initially DQ'd because it wasn't a joke. <laughs> And then that last Game of Thrones reference was sort of a joke? Yeah. And he's a foreigner. Well, and he's deducted deducted a full grade for being a foreigner, taking American comedy jobs that Americans (laughs) could do. Full grade is a lot. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Fallon with a C, and that was generous. Myers, I'm going to give him a C plus. Wow. Oh, boy. (laughs) Anyway.
0: I'll tell you this. I think this is true. I don't, well, I'll start with this. I don't think Clinton or Trump, uh, I don't have any reason to believe that they ever knowingly participated in underage sex. Um, but if, if you didn't have them both compromised in the same way, if, if Clinton had not flown on Jeffrey Epstein's plane 15 times or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you'd be hearing nonstop Trump was part of this. Yes. The only reason you're not hearing Trump was part of this out of MSNBC all day long. And Chris
3: Cuomo on CNN, is Fredo. Be,
0: is because it would just be too hard to the, to, to ignore the Clinton part. And sure. It's the only thing that's saving Trump from all day, every day. Yeah. He's a pedophile. They might even just be calling him a pedophile by now.
3: So I saw a, uh, a former inmate, a federal inmate, who'd stayed at, uh, perhaps, I think it was the same facility, uh, doing the interview rounds. And a, a couple of observations. Number one, the shaved head, the Fu Manchu. It's so They didn't have to tell me he was a former inmate. I could tell by looking at him. You've got to find a different look. Maybe the faux hawk in a nice uh, goatee, or, or I don't know, the sensitive I'm-a-stockbroker haircut with a sensible and, and clean-shaven. If you're a parolee, don't go with the Fu Manchu. Anyway, um, but the one thing he said that made sense was, if this guy had that much dirt on that many powerful people... You don't wait till he's in federal custody to off him. You think he's too big a liability out there. He's too dangerous, and I don't have enough to keep him in mind. He would have been bumped off years ago. Um, that was his opinion as a guy who was a uh, in a big, giant criminal conspiracy to deal with drugs, I think it was. Mm. Now,
0: what if he's keeping the, and I hate to even say this because it's disgusting, But what if he's keeping the underage sex parties going and you're a participant? You want that lifestyle to keep going.
3: I don't know. He's the
0: the guy in New York City that makes this happen on a Friday night and you're reasonably certain you're not going to get caught.
3: Right. Well, and I also think, and and again, this guy was on TV not because he's a genius analyst, but but because he stayed in that prison. Um, At the point that the guy's now... Completely helpless in the clutches of the authorities, he's never getting out. He he's not, you know. He just he, he has very very little to bargain with for a better lifestyle, better cell, whatever, better prison. That's when a guy like that might go ahead and and, and and unleash what he knows. So I'm not sure I was buying that reasoning. I just wanted to bring it up. What do you think of that?
0: I don't know. I hope that rings true. I hope they catch everybody involved because it's just frigging awful. I liked uh, Attorney General Barr saying yesterday, anybody who's a co-conspirator should not rest easy. Right. I hope it's true.
3: Yeah. Well, that, that one chick, that uh, Maxwell chick, she was full on not only a rape victim recruiter, but a rapist herself. So, yeah, she's, she's Satan, man. She's Satan in a, in a you know, sporty little jumpsuit. You've got to find her. Is she
0: just going to be on the lam for the rest of her life?
3: I thought this quote from
0: Barr yesterday was, uh, was pretty interesting, too. We are now learning of serious irregularities at this facility that are deeply concerning and demand a
3: thorough investigation. Yeah, yeah that reminds me of the uh, VA situation.
0: Yeah, it's just going to end up, hey, it turns out people don't do the stuff they're supposed to do all the time. So Because
3: there's no accountability and they don't care and you can't fire them. And you
0: can't fire, fire
3: anyone. Right. Yeah. And 99% of the time when this happens, nobody ever hears about it.
0: Right. Yeah, because nobody cares. Right, right. Um, so there's that
3: uh, big announcement of new immigration regulations by the Trump administration. We asked for your reaction. It has come in. Uh, are you hip to the way immigrants exploit the welfare, uh, various welfare programs, the many social services? mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com if you're in that trade mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or text 415-295-KFTC
0: yeah if you're a taxpayer some of the texts and emails we've gotten are going to make you mad the fact that trump's trying to do something about it might make you happy coming up on the armstrong and getty show
1: The Armstrong
0: and Getty Show. Yeah, we got our eye on Hong Kong as uh, those protesters there at the airport. The the Chinese government's military is lined up right there at the uh, outside of town and ready to roll in at any moment when it seems like a good idea and and, and wipe people out maybe by the thousands. They've done it before, so we'll keep our eye on that.
3: Yeah, they've got their special crushing resistance forces ready to go. It's not going to be pretty.
0: Evil, racist, anti-immigrant President Donald Trump has come up with new rules for
3: immigration. I love this. the headline in the Wall Street Journal. Trump administration makes legal immigrants who draw from social programs ineligible for... I'm sorry. It's backwards. Trump administration to deny green cards to legal immigrants who draw from social programs. If you're going to show up, then immediately be on the dole. No, you don't get permanent residency. People just coming in from around the globe and immediately latching on to the taxpayer dollar. (laughs) This hilarious headline in the New York Times. Trump hmm. Trump policy favors wealthier immigrants for green cards. Trump policy favors wealthier immigrants for green cards as opposed to. You can't just show up and immediately be on the dole.
0: And that's true. To use the term wealth, that's just try to. That's trying to make it sound like he's rich, helping the rich people,
3: wealthy, helping the wealthy. I mean, wealthiest. That's not the right word to use. You're not on welfare makes you wealthy. So we got a bunch of reaction to this. Roll through some emails and some texts um good morning my family came to america after ellis island was closed my father had to sign paperwork that we would not be a burden to the united states he had only fifteen dollars to his name our sponsor in chicago received money from the government to give us shelter until my folks could get a job i learned english in the streets of chicago what's changed we didn't get any freebies back then uh in the 80s i was an airman stationed in england married my wife who's scottish a year before returning to the states I had to sign documents where I acknowledged that I was responsible for my wife and she would not receive any government assistance for six years. My wife also had to sign documents where she acknowledged she would not be eligible for government assistance for six years. And my wife and I agree this is the way it should be. I work for Social Security Administration. I do disability reviews for permanent disability on a daily basis. We get new immigrants that as soon as they get a Social Security number file for government disability payments. This is what I was talking about. You've got entire communities around the country where the folks from Russia, say, or Ukraine or parts of Africa or Central America, they know where to go because that's where their countrymen are. And their countrymen tell her, yeah, as soon as you get a social security number, file for permanent disability. So they do by droves. The current law states if you are over 55, unable to speak English, have no U.S.-based education or work history, payments are possible because you're disabled. They can be doctors or lawyers in their old country. It doesn't matter. If you have hypertension or back pain, most likely they hand you a check for the rest of your life. Checks are roughly $700 per month. You're not getting rich, but multiply that by many thousands of people. Just a note, while I was studying in England at the university in the 90s, I was required to go to the local police station every two weeks and show my student visa and papers, proving I wasn't living on the dole. That's Dr. Tom. When my parents immigrated here in the 60s, they had to have a TB test. An x-ray showing they had no lung disease. They weren't allowed to be gay. Mm. And they had to agree not to use social services because they had to have enough money to both stay here and return home if they couldn't make it. This was under a Democratic administration. So what Trump is doing is just returning to what the Democrats had as a policy years ago.
0: And uh, that we're so far off track. Or the. Young, stupid people of our corporate media are so starry-eyed and, and confused that they buy this notion that any, any attempt to keep out someone is, is racist or mean-spirited
3: or evil or something. Right. What about those people, though? What about what's going to happen to them? I don't know. I don't know. That's up to them. You are up to you. They are up to them. Quit with the paternalism. At some point, being soft-hearted crosses the line to being soft-headed. And we are way, way into that zone now.
0: I think, Where are the adults? I definitely think this is a, an easy win for the president. Almost all of his proposals for how to uh, structure immigration, I think he, he says those on a debate stage or on the campaign trail, they're easy majority uh, wins. Yeah, if he, if he frames them correctly. Uh, We got this uh, cable installer in uh, immigrant communities in Southern California. He said, I regularly go into apartment communities, that sort of stuff, where um, uh, uh, roach-infested, dirty, poor communities, but people are driving uh, Silverados, Suburbans, Escalades, nice cars, and they always get the maximum cable package. In the apartment complexes, purses like Coach Louis Vuitton, that sort of thing. And the clubhouse of the apartment complexes where people would gather and counsel each other on how to find out where the benefits are
3: and how to apply for them. Of course. Yep. That's the reality. Well, these people, they're struggling, they're working hard, they're trying. I just, I don't understand. Well, there's this idea that The only people being taxed are the rich, who ought to be paying their fair share. And you combine that with just emotionalism as opposed to just being an adult and understanding there are things in life that, you know, they make me feel kind of bad. It's a shame, but we've just got to have it this way. Otherwise, we would go broke and there would be chaos. That sort of thinking is just dying.
0: And what a great opportunity for a country who who can say, knowing that people all over the world want to come here, uh, can say, yeah, we're gonna take, we're gonna take the best skilled labor from around the world that wants to come here and bring it into our country and make us that much stronger and better, make the economy that much fan more fantastic. Right. What a great opportunity. Why wouldn't you wanna do that? Along with, we, you know, we take in more refugees and all this sort of stuff
3: than other countries do. And the idea that it's somehow unfair or racist or mean to say, listen, you can come in, but you can't immediately. Start leeching off taxpayers and do it for the rest of your life. We can't admit an, un, uh, an unlimited number of people who will suck the taxpayers dry, and that is being portrayed in the corporate media, the mainstream left-wing media, as being just in just unconscionable. I, I swear, what's it, Are we all psychotic? Is it something in the water?
0: Well, most of us don't agree.
3: Yeah, but I, I, those numbers,
0: I think, are sliding. Uh, we are benefiting from handouts today as Marshall bought us all breakfast because he sold his stamp collection and it was worth so much money. That he was able to buy us all breakfast. That was
1: it. Was worth a a considerable
3: amount, Uh, including the very rare Warren G. Harding stamp, (laughs) nineteen (laughs) twenty, and what she appears to have two tongues. Right, it was a misprint. (laughs) But only three
0: circulated. Appreciate you buying breakfast, Marshall. What do you got in your news?
1: Well, just in time for Christmas, a surprise U.S.-China tariffs move. It is really rocking the joint. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: it's uh, changed the stock market today, no doubt.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: So we played the clip of Chris Cuomo of CNN. Uh, Some guy kind of got in his face in public, and then Chris Cuomo lost his temper, and so people who ate CNN and Chris Cuomo are really enjoying it. You
2: did not think my name was Fredo. Don't
3: be a liar. I I am among them. It is a guilty pleasure. It is wrong and immoral for me to be as delighted as I am about a guy calling Chris Cuomo
0: Fredo. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it, but... Uh, So um, Howard Kurtz of Fox uh, responded to Chris Cuomo, and I'll tell you what he said in a second. Good statement. Never fun being provoked in front of your family, especially by someone who wants a viral video. Right. Chris Cuomo said, appreciate all the support, but truth is I should be better than the guys baiting me. This happens all the time these days, often in front of my family. Uh, and Sean Hannity stood up for Chris Cuomo And against the people who bait public figures
3: and Right, uh, hoping to get a viral hoping video Hoping to get a right. viral
0: video And, well, the, and uh, then, you know, and unfortunately half the country looks Oh, isn't that awesome? They got in Hannity's face at the restaurant and he got mad Yay! Or Ted Cruz or whatever Yeah, that right? just that's not a good direction for us all to go
3: I will point this out, however Chris Cuomo, on a daily basis Demonizes those who think differently than he does States they're bad people. Anybody who sees politics differently than Chris Cuomo is an awful human being. At what point, after being described as an awful human being, day after day after day, are you justified in just giving him a little S in a bar?
0: I get get that, but we we all have got to at some point say, I'm not going to take it the next step up. Somebody has got to be into taking it down a notch. Mm -hmm.
3: Okay, Fredo. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, here's a question for you. Speaking of media... When you guys were oohing and on about a deepfake uh, video the other day, yeah, was it the Bill Hader thing? Yeah, where as he's imitating Tom Cruise and Seth Rogen, he morphs into them on video, and it's completely impossible to see what's happening technically until, wait a minute, all of a sudden he's Tom Cruise. Uh, Jonah Goldberg's tweet is, "We're all doomed." Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, when deepfakes,
0: then they're going to get better than that. So, yeah, we're, we're doomed. Yeah. There'll be no way you can tell anything is true or false by watching a video or listening to audio or anything.
1: Whew. I don't know how we deal with that. Anyway, let's get
0: to the news now, Marshall
1: Phillips. Now, well, surprise announcement this morning. The U.S. removing some items from the China tariff list and is delaying tariffs for other items. The impending 10% uh, tariffs on $300 billion worth of Chinese imports targeted by President Trump in the trade war is going to be delayed from September 1st to December 15th, again, for certain products. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative announcing the uh, products will be uh, taken off the list based on health, safety, national security, and other factors.
3: And perhaps lobbyists. The
1: delay for items like cell phones, laptops, video game consoles... Some toys, computer monitors, and certain types of footwear and clothing will help accommodate the holiday rush to ship products from China, easing the financial burden on U.S. importers. So this is a big Christmas gift for a lot of uh, big companies that are doing business with China right now. Yeah,
0: and I want to win this war. I want to win this trade war, and I hope it factors in uh, properly with that.
1: All this information uh, sets us up for a good time for a positive, Sean, one-word market report. The market is groovy. It's groovy, baby. Wow. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Invest accordingly.
0: (laughs) Is that because we were talking about Woodstock earlier? So you went with groovy?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, mostly, mostly, yeah. yeah. All right. Former uh, Major League Baseball star Alex Rodriguez among the latest victims of a San Francisco car burglary. Half of the world's most annoying couple... J Lo um, yes. but back to his burglary nearly half a million dollars worth of items stolen from his rented car Rodriguez was in the Bay Area city for an MLB broadcasting gig with ESPN he left his uh, Nissan SUV parked blocks away from Oracle Park he was out having dinner after the broadcast and apparently,
3: that's when the car was broken into. If you leave a number two pencil in your car in San Francisco, you will come back to smashed windows and no number two pencil. Crime is now lawful in San Francisco. Well, there's no, Plan accordingly. There's no
0: reason not to break into your car. Right. So they go ahead and do it. Who has a half million dollar stuff worth of jewelry <laughs> and electronics? I'm thinking it's mostly jewelry because the electronics. Okay, you got a couple thousand dollars with a laptop and camera. So it's his jewelry. It's his big diamond
3: earrings. Yes. His watches. Probably, yeah, a couple two-tree watches, depending on his mood. A hundred gur each. Some solid gold bust of him that's on a chain. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yes. An original oil painting of himself rolled up in a tube.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the investigation... Stop putting out pictures of how fit you and your wife are. Yeah. Who wants
1: to see that? Nobody. Quit bragging about how fit you all are. Shut up. I find this addendum interesting. The investigation into the robbery has been marked uh, confidential, but it's estimated the total investigation. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's estimated the total worth of the items taken is somewhere in the half million Man, dollar territory. What a
0: score that was! Some some meth head is hoping to get another, you know, iPhone charger or something. Right? You get a half million dollars worth of jewelry. Holy cow! Well, how would you even get rid of it? You'd have to start talking to some bad people. Slowly and a long time from now is what I would advise. (laughs) Uh, If you're a Usually not the plan of your
3: average meth junkie. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Some fentanyl freak. I would and Drive down to L.A. would be another piece of advice. Don't do it in uh, San Fran.
1: Nike is launching a new subscription service for children's shoes. They're calling it the Adventure Club. It's geared for 2- to 10-year-olds... And we'll offer three
3: tiers. Well, that's the age of their employees as well. Go Whoa. on. Oh. oh wow, Colin Kaepernick! Uh. Never forget. You, you killed the, the the flag, the Betsy Ross flag thing. Yeah, I will torment you until my final day, Nike, which may come soon because you'll probably have me snuffed. <laughs> Oh, another alligator. Your jihad is oh. Colin Kaepernick? That's right. Oh. No, it's all sorts of stuff. Don't waste have your many jihad jihads. on you. Oh, you got a mulch multiple jihad. Oh, jihads. yeah. You ever go to a restaurant and yeah. they spin the wheel to see what you get for your birthday? That's what I do every morning to see which jihad. I'm really happy. to emphasize. You have a wheel of jihads? I do. <laughs> Nike's
1: Adventure Club is geared for parents of two to ten-year-olds and will offer three tiers of subscription.
0: <laughs> I'm liking this. I have two kids between those ages. 20
1: 30 or $50 a month. Subscribers, $50 a month? Subscribers will get a new pair of Nike sneakers that cost about $50 or more once a month, once every two months, or once every three months, depending on which tier once you want. Once a
3: month? Why would any kid need a new pair of Nikes once a month? You wouldn't. That's insane. And, and you're teaching your children something awful. Wow, way to go, Nike. Great idea.
0: It's very important to have a different and cool shoe as it separates you from other people and makes you better. That's what I'm teaching you. That's just fantastic.
3: And you can do that, because Mom, Mummy, and Daddy, indeed, if there is Daddy, uh, we have more money than others.
0: Have decided to spend $600 a year on rental shoes. And then they kill
3: a Betsy Ross flag! Never forget!
0: This individual, uh, Nike getting into it aside... This is a growing trend among a lot of companies that I see that are trying to figure out ways to set up subscription models right. yeah. with their customers and clients. When I heard this, I thought for adults I could see it because I know fashionable you know, athletic footwear is a big deal. For uh, especially right. uh, the younger kids, because young they grow out of their shoes so quickly. Right. right, Not that quickly. Like three months, or I, I have no. no idea. I'll was, buy, I'll buy two. a
3: kid get bit by a radioactive spider? <laughs> I'll <hope>. buy
2: two,
0: <laughs> possibly three pairs of shoes this year. Two, probably per year. Is about is about well, right? for the school year? Okay, but certainly not every month. In exchange, <laughs> you are going to have an eleven-foot-tall <laughs> kid if you have to buy a new pair of shoes every <laughs> month.
1: In exchange for the convenience of kids' shoes delivered to your door monthly or quarterly, Nike is hoping for brand loyalty.
0: Although last time I waited too long and my son was actually moaning in pain at night.
1: Okay. And finally figured it out. right
0: they just thought it was growing pains. Didn't realize his shoes had gotten too tight for him. It's like I'm wow. binding his feet like it's China
3: 200 years ago. Wow, that's ugly. I'm calling the county. There you go. Well, and the other
0: thing, because I've yeah. heard of this in clothes, Well, you could too. mention as yeah. a child if your, your shoes are gotten too small. Oh, right.
3: <laughs> right. Say something oh, if you feel like your shoes are too tight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but the whole subscription thing, obviously they're counting on you forgetting you have it. Or oh, yeah. It's too much trouble to cancel it. So, yeah, whether it's clothes or shoes or... Food or whatever, yeah, they're counting on, well, we got them for an average of, you know, 7.3 years. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of
1: the nation.
0: That, that reminds me, I'm late to the whole Febreze thing. I just saw an ad the other day where they really explained it. <laughs> The what? I, now? I've not done it. So it's the idea that you 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 got a shirt, it's clean. You got it from the cleaners or whatever. You wear it. You wear it for part of the day. It's not really dirty, no, but it's not clean. And so you take you spray the Febreze on it. Yes, and that's supposed to bring it back to life somehow. I mean, like desmellifies. Eh, it. Deodorifies ma- it. Yeah. That's it of the stank. I didn't realize that. Is how much of a thing is that, Sean? I don't even use Febreze. No, I don't either. Yeah, wrong again. But uh, okay. I just I, di- I didn't realize that's what was going on there. Huh. I've heard jokes about Febreze, but I saw an ad the other day where they spelled it out for dumb people like me. You wore the shirt half the day. It's not really dirty. Febreze it. You can wear it again. And There's Jim at the workplace and smelling great, I guess. Oh, nice. Nice job, Jim. Jim and looking b- good. Jim needs better friends who will mock him for wearing the same shirt two days in a row. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Hey, you can have a the rotation, rotation, That's the key. Can you do that with <laughs> socks and underwear too, or they just suggest like? Brr. Brr. That's, that's another level a grown of commitment. from the crowd. <laughs> oh boy! Oh golly. We need to play Marianne uh, Williamson again. If you haven't heard it, it's absolutely fantastic. She's running for president. Don't you know?
3: Um, oh, oh, and it's, it's it's practically a miracle. Major newspaper with this headline. Mass shooters seek notoriety, and we, the media, provide it. No way. Is there way. another way? No way. Oh, welcome to the party, my friends. Yeah, all welcome. That
0: on the way next on the Armstrong and Getty show
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Former Vice President Joe Biden apologized this weekend after misspeaking at an event and saying, quote, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. (laughs) Adding, sorry, that came out gay.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh, my.
0: (laughs) That's pretty funny. Seth Myers is a funny dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a Bernie clip to play in a little bit, too. He's unhappy with the Washington Post, uh, and this has been our clip of the day.
3: Well, well, yeah, before we get to that, uh, a criticism from a listener uh, for Sean's one-word market review. You said it was groovy? Yeah. It's not groovy, man. It's slamming. Americans are slow to wake up. Once we do wake up, we slam it like nobody's business. Slam it. Slam Slam it. Slam, slam. slam
2: it. Slam it. Slam it. Slam it. Slam it. Slam it for president because it is time for this generation of americans to slam it yes <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> finally a, a candidate
0: i can get behind clearly an oversight i should have the stock market is clearly slamming today <laughs> right and and the, and then that's going to make the crowd cheer when you say that even though it doesn't mean anything what
3: what do you mean it doesn't mean anything it means we're slamming it
2: Americans man, are man. slow to wake up. Once we do wake up, we slam it like nobody's business. Slam what
3: is it? I don't understand slam your it. question. Slam it. Slam it. Slam it. it. Oh, you got to love Marianne Williamson. Oh, boy. The uh, the wildly serious and the completely unserious here on the Armstrong and Getty Show, as is often the case, uh, you got to... Which was that? Crudely drawn, 70-foot penis drawn on the side of a building in Sacramento, California as part of a mural project. He thought it would be funny. 70 feet. That's a big, 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 big penis. Certainly big enough. But wouldn't it take multiple days to put that up? I don't know much about giant penis
0: painting. You know something about painting, though. 70-foot painting would... uh... I think that'd take quite a while. Didn't somebody have the opportunity to stop it before it happened? Unless
3: I think it was just your classic schoolboy image of the male genitalia and just unleashed with a, a spray can or something. I don't know. I have not seen okay. the unit in question. Barry. Oh, boy. Um, so I was shocked and pleased to see this column by one Frank Xiong in the L.A. Times. Um, and, and I'm a flawed character. I'll tell you why. Because when we have been preaching something with, uh, uh, with great sincerity and volume and, and repetition for years and years and years, and, and, and we can't get anybody to pay attention in the mainstream corporate media, then they finally do. I'm mad it took them that long instead of being happy that they've come along, right. which is terrible. It's stupid. Anyway, here's your column. Mass shooters seek notoriety, and we, the media, provide it. Is there another way? Wow. And they talk about Tom Taves, whose son was killed in Aurora, Colorado, during that unthinkable theater shooting. And um, and they get into, he'd give speeches around the country, and it, it's a, an incredibly moving thing. But they mention that shortly after the shooting, um, they began an organization called No Notoriety, with the goal of denying mass shooters the fame they seek. Geez, we should have had him on. Yeah, I know. We should have been joining with him for years. How we didn't connect with each other, I'm not quite sure. But He didn't get enough notoriety
0: for this, for us to be aware of it, because the media right. is too busy making folk heroes out of
3: murderers. Right. No, no corporate media has been helping him with this while they have been cashing in on the blood of the victims. Remember the great Armstrong and Getty met metaphor. You go to the corporate media that has the eyes and ears of hundreds of millions of people, and you say to them, I want those eyes and ears to listen and pay attention to me. I have a list of things I'm mad about. I have beliefs. I want you to give me your hundreds of millions of of consumers. The mainstream media says, well, we're not going to do that unless you pay us. And what you can do is pay us with dead people. If you can kill enough people, we will give you access to our airwaves. That is the bargain that struck.
0: If you kill five people, I'm afraid we're not going to print your manifesto. Right. But if you could lock the doors and kill 20, we will print your manifesto.
3: And do you have any really cool pictures of yourself with a gun? Be sure to get those to us. Make those available. That's part of the deal. Oh, and we'll even edit those pictures to make you look cooler if you'd like. We'll get our best people on that. Right. So I want to make sure we get at least some of this in. The recommendations um, from this gent's organization, they try to persuade media organizations not to publish the names of the shooters or photos that would make them look impressive or intimidating. These recommendations, which have been adopted in some form by the FBI and many other law enforcement agencies, are based on a growing body of research that it didn't have to grow. We had a panel of mental health experts years ago. 100% unanimity that coverage causes more shootings. Jesus, anyway, That was probably 10 years ago. I know. It's based on a growing body of research that says shooters are influenced and inspired by media coverage of other shooters and that media attention is one of their main goals. Tom Tave says it's too late for my son. The goal now is to save someone else's. Here's a professor God, how of criminology. Frust-
0: if it's this frustrating for us and it makes me mad, I was mad last Saturday night when that shooting happened and I saw it in the press the way it was. Imagine how mad you'd be if
3: your kid died and they're still freaking doing it. He's channeling that energy, God bless him. Here's a university professor of criminology. These perpetrators are specifically seeking a legacy. One study of the 31 deadliest mass shootings since 1966, that was the one we talked about, that the Institute for Justice did. Yeah, um, found that 87% of mass shooters expressed an explicit or circumstantial desire for fame and attention. Well, then let's give it to them. Another study found that many mass shooters used previous mass shooters as inspiration, role models, and idols. Well just by sh- reporting on their background. Well then let's make sure they hear about everyone. Yep. In 2015, researchers documented a contagion effect for mass shootings, offering mathematical proof that mass shootings incited subsequent mass shootings. They calculated that there's a heightened chance of mass shootings for a 13day period after one occurs and that one school shooting incites an average of 0.22 new incidents. Intensive media coverage played a role, the study says. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm going to go through this. It's rather a long but fabulous piece of journalism um, and and distill it for y'all. And we're going to hit it again probably in future days. But um, how media works this out, I don't know exactly because they have lived by the mantra. We report what is happening and what's been happening. But they're complicit in the deaths of people. And anybody with any common sense recognizes this and I salute the LA Times and Frank Xiong for for airing this piece publishing this piece. You got to shame the other
0: media outlets if you're a show or a channel or whatever a newspaper that won't show this stuff you have to mention you don't and why. Right. And make the other uh, jo- join the cause. Exactly. Right.